Rob. Yeah. We usually start these episodes off by saying what you've been up to this week. Yeah. Can yes. I halt that? Can I not ask you that question? Well, I have got things written down for that. I, you will be asking me later. Will I'll you? ask you later. Right. But for now, can I spend one or two minutes just talking about a new project, a new film project that's a- happening? Oh, right, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I say it's happening, it's trying to happen. Right. Okay, um, I don't know how far they're getting on with it, but they need some support, they need people, and obviously they need cash, so there's going to be a crowdfunding to do this. Right, okay. Okay. Let me tell you why. What, what, what's it about? What's okay. Um, it is called, first of all, should we start with the title? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want the title last? No, no, let's start with the title. It's a very good place to start. Black Lake. The plot is yeah. that a guy has woken up from a, a fatal car accident. Probably not fatal. Oh, could have been fatal for somebody else. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, but his world is different to the one that he, prior to the car crash. Right. So he's woken up, he's in this foggy place, it's quite ethereal. <laughs> is it ethereal? Am I saying it right? No, no. Did I get it no, right? it is. It's, uh, it's ethereal. Is it because yeah, yeah. I usually yeah. get ethereal wrong? Yeah. First yeah. Time. Okay. So, so, what does that mean then, ethereal? What's that oh, mean? probably, um, probably there's a lake and some stars. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm guessing it's like more atmosphere than thing. Do you think an do you think an actor or an actress would be able to do this? I don't think so. I know that they're going to be looking at the best way to tell this story. Right. Right. So, do you th- actually? Here's a question: Do you oh. think actors and actresses will just be the thing that they're looking for? Probably. I don't, I don't know. What, what is it? What are they looking for? Well, there is going to be some animation involved right, in this. Right. So they're, they're going to need, when those people I was telling you about, yeah, animators. Right. People. They, with, they, they need animators. People with minds and uh, brains and, and imaginations. And fingers. Fingers. Voices. Actually, God, mm. you know what? If you're going to tick a disability sheet, you know, one of those diversity things, yeah. you're probably going to have to employ somebody with at least like a missing thumb. I'm just, actually, I'm just doing the HR angle here. Yeah, okay. yeah, of course. But yeah. that is Black Lake. Now, you're going to need to know where to find these things, right? So, where, where well, what do you do? How do, how you, find do you find them? them? So, find it and work out how you're going to get involved by going to uh, Black Lake Film, uh, like the Facebook, right. or Black Lake Film on the Twitter. Right. They are, that is going to be your route in. If Guys, if you want to be like superstars, this is your moment. Acting, speaking, writing, drawing, Any all of those it. things. Cash. Cash. Yeah, I was going to say cash. Okay, get it filmed. Get your name in a film. Uh, work out how you can be part of this huge, this huge. Ethereal movie. experience. It's going to be ethereal. Rob, finish. Which, what does ethereal mean? It means extremely delicate and light in a way that seems not to be of this world. Welcome to the show. Right. Um. Uh, how do we usually start these? I forgot. The uh, intro. This is the. Uh, we, tales we talk and about tales. who we are. We don't. We usually come up with a. But we could do that. Right. S- switch it. Well, around. I mean, quite often we start without realising it, don't we? No. So we, then do the intro. We've got like a little thing. Yeah. In mid conversation. Yeah. Which, which has developed into our thing. Right. <laughs> so maybe maybe we could start off with this is a season three one that we're doing, isn't it? It is season three. It's season three, episode seven, and it's called the stinker. The stinker. Now then. This is back to nicknames. Right, yeah. This is also back to school bullies and yeah. flash and flashbacks. Very, very much made me think of the uh, Galloping, Galloping Foxley. Foxley. Yeah. Yes, which, which yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was explaining to Charlie 
my son yeah. your toenail story mm-hmm. because I can't <laughs> I can't let him listen to the podcast really because of because of the things I'm, that we say I'm such a potty mouth right um, so uh, but I, I thought right I'll tell him about belt liquor and I'll tell him about the toenail story <laughs> what what had occurred to me was that the, the the nicknames are really important to everybody but there is there is bullying right and that there's nicknames for the sake of you know that that sounds a bit fun and there's bullying we don't condone bullying do we not in any way shape or form I mean I was having a discussion about this with uh, Elle, my wife, this this week, because I was remembering this kid at school who uh, we used to call Zip Breeder. (laughs) That's like a lip reader pun, (laughs) isn't it? Well, no, it wasn't. It was just because he was covered in spots. Oh! But she was saying that that probably... No, but that's a a bully, isn't it? What, to call him Zip Breeder? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what Elle said. Yeah, I mean things that have, as I've said before, I'm I grew up in the 1970s. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. No, nobody sort of thought anything that amiss with that. No. But it turns out that yeah, that was that was actually wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I nicknamed somebody. I never told anybody that I'd nicknamed them this though. Right. Called Spots McGee for the same reason, but he weren't his surname weren't even McGee. I just call him Spots well, McGee. McGee, thought, McGee often goes with it, doesn't he? Yeah, it? because I was remembering back to... Yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, M- a Muck is very good at uh, sticking onto it, like Boaty McBoatface. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a classic, that. But M- a Muck, something or other. Uh, so this one here is called Tinker. Yeah. And and then they've, named, they've called him Stinker. Now... That is sort of like a natural progression of where a nickname could go without it being a bully, but it was definitely used in a bullyish way, wasn't definitely, it? Definitely, yeah. But uh, Spots McGee, I just had it in my head, is like... Well, i tell you what, didn't we... Didn't mean it. Didn't we, mean it bit to be like that. We had one, Elle and I, uh, just a song, little thing we used to do, which was called... It went, well, it went like this. It went, two plan McGraw, two plan McGraw. He had one plan and he got one more. Not as clever as his brother, because he had four. Too far, too... Two plan, two plan, two plan, McGraw. That's really elaborate. <laughs> Did you just come up with that like, overnight or something? No, we do it when we're in the car. We, we sort of uh, make tunes up and sing, yeah. sing bizarre songs when we're in the car. Yeah, we've got one. It's like a motivational one. Again, for, it's for Charlie's benefit, really. When he was younger, and he was saying, like, right, come on, then he'd be like, ah, oh, do we have to go? Yeah. And we, so, to make it, like, a bit of fun... I'd, we'd run around the table and I'd sing, let's do this now, 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 let's do... It didn't go anywhere. It was like you could go on as long as you wanted. Right. So we make up songs. Uh, everybody makes up songs. This do, is... Do you, think... <laughs> <laughs> you took me by surprise. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> no, go you were saying... Uh, n- the, what? No, carry <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I realised... That we went off on one of his adventures, as 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 dialogue adventures. Yes. Which I look forward to. But let's I'm sure everybody does. Perhaps not as much as we That do, is the I reason why. We last week I uploaded one of the episodes. Yeah. In the first day it had twelve listens. Wow. One day. That's... I think we're gonna call on the Savoy soon and and <laughs> best, and, best cash, show in London. Yeah, and cash that uh, that sponsorship in. Yeah. This week's episode is sponsored by Heat Magazine, or is it? <laughs> Talking about Heat Magazine? No, in fact, that's not. This is the podcast with Cobb. 
It's, that's Chris and Rob. Yeah, because that is the celebrity way of dealing with things, and we are celebrity, and uh, we're not really listeners, uh, <laughs> but we are in our minds, and um, we probably qualify as celebrities for the versions of of shows where they have on where celebrities compete with ordinary people. Yes, because uh, we do a podcast, and I reckon that would qualify. You yeah, know? so we could go celebs dating. Yeah, because uh, th- th- that's nonsense. That's celebrities, the sort isn't of, it? It's the sort of level, isn't it? I'd rather be this type of a celebrity than the than the ones that we see on TV these days. Oh, there's a program out called uh, Celebability. That's the one that I was referring right, to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now then, they've got it wrong, haven't they? Hmm? The, the the because the title. Celebability is yeah. like a bit of a play on celebrity. Yeah. But really, to make it roll off the tongue, it will be celebrability. Cele- yeah. Celebrability is it, but celebability is that it's a it's a leap. I think it, I think it would sound better if it was celebrability. Yeah. But I think it sort of fits in with about how good the show is. The, <laughs> the, the title's crap. <laughs> well, it's got the man who does the voice. <laughs> For the the narration for Love Island, which, as you know, <laughs> it's is the, the Scottish man. It was probably the best thing about the show, to be honest. Right. But even he's getting me wound up on voiceovers. Yeah, I'll be quick. No, on, no, you're on, right. on, on voiceovers, I'm I'm watching from time to time the return of Blind Date. Not seen it. Uh, Any good? Yeah, but what I can't really sort of get to terms with is. It's not, you know the fellow who used to say blind a day, blind a data. Yeah, <laughs> he's not there. Graham. Yeah, but he was the draw, wasn't he? Exactly. He's like uh, that. What's uh, behind your curtain, Graham? <laughs> that was what they always just shout, wasn't it? Yeah. Now Melanie Sykes is doing it. I've nothing what? against Melanie. Hang Sykes. on, it's not. It's it's Lily Savage, the man who did Lily Savage. The voiceovers. Ah, oh, she does the voiceover. Yeah. Well, that's a bit of a. She's an actual person. Yeah, but not I, a voice. I just can't get it. You know, it just doesn't. It just doesn't sound right. She didn't say blind a day or anything. No. Like well, how like, do you do that? Because there is a skill involved in getting the duh and the duh together, isn't there? <laughs> without it, roll blind the date. So what does she? Do? She uh, presumably it's her kind of like Manchester accent. That, yeah. that's the the pull there. I suppose, but for me, it just didn't work. No, as it, I say, she's good, but she's not Graham. Do you see her face? No. Well, what is the point? What is the bloody point? This is the Tales of the Unexpected podcast where we look at the show and then we read back what's happened in it afterwards, plus our own little things like we've just done now. (laughs) Intro music. (laughs) Right, we're back. And what I want to start this episode off with properly is... This uh, week, now you may remember listeners, and Rob, you may remember yourself, we did uh, a little bit of an expose into the people who write into... Oh yeah, 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 the uh, busting on the school run or something. Uh, the school runs. The school runs, yeah. yeah. Got, I got the school run, whatever it was. Now then, um, we, I went and bought some magazines uh-huh. to try and find something as abhorrent what I found was that with a mediocre celebrity, if you could even call them mediocre celebrity, like Z-List, right. is, is far worse than actual general public commenting <laughs> on stuff. Star, as I understand it, is sort of like all the the newspapers kind of celebrity gossip 
without it being in a newspaper. So I don't know if it's the Star newspaper that do this, but it's it's that sort of like co- right. gossip celebrity column. Right. Now then, what they've chosen to do is interview Nikki Graham. Ah. Uh-huh. Nikki Graham, Rob, just give us a bit of a who who is she? She's the one who says who is he? Who is he? She was in she was in uh, Big Brother. I tell you what. I used to vote in Big Brother. And but this was when it was in Channel 4 yeah. years, yeah, which yeah. was which was all I actually liked it then. Yeah. I voted. I don't know whether I, vote, I I don't know whether it was a vote to get get people out or save people, but I voted in, a, in an election where Nikki Graham turned out to be evicted. And did you vote her out? I, I don't remember. Right, I don't okay. remember. But Two or three days later, they put her back in again. Scandal. Now, I that stopped me voting. Yeah. I, I've never done it again because I've thought, well, this is pointless. They've done it before. They've done it recently with Love Island. Huh? Somebody got voted out and then got voted back in again. Now, you could argue that that was... Uh, no, it is fair because you, you didn't need to vote him and stuff. However... It, that was clearly what was going to happen, wasn't it? Yeah. Clearly, because that's what people want to see. So I decided not to spend my money on on it anymore. Good. Well, as you can see, there's a picture of her here. She looks awfully a lot like Vanessa Feltz, but like but like you would rather bang Vanessa Feltz than that. Yeah, <laughs> she was like kind of a small, feisty. That was what she. That, yeah, and she played on it. Yeah, she's but she's stupid. That's now, <laughs> it. Seems like she. I mean, she's 35 now, so I don't know how long ago this was. They've asked her some questions, and right. they've put together this sort of like collage of answers. Right. Um, and um, I'll go around some of them. So that what they want, they've, they've got. Bearing in mind, they've had to book her through her agent. And we need to answer some. You know, the people want to know the answers to these questions. So one of them is, you know, which uh, what animals do you, don't you like? That's one of the questions <laughs> they want to know. Um, um, can you speak French? That's another question that she's she's had to ask. Answer. If you could spend time with any celebrity, who would it have been? And she wanted to spend time with Jim Morrison from The Doors. Oh, right. Um, but this is the reason going on the pole with him would have been a laugh. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, I don't, I'm a Doors, huge Doors fan. Yeah. And um, Jim Morrison's pulling. Uh, and Nikki Graham together, well, it's a recipe for disaster. Now then, <laughs> but this is what I wanted to really to to point out is uh, she says here she loves Kate. Kate, what people called Kate? Yeah, it's just an across the board thing. Her, her biggest idols are right. I'll do this the first one second because that's the reason why I picked, picked this out. But right. she wants to. She would love to be uh, mates with Kate Moss. Because she's beautiful. But my biggest idol is Kate Bush. Oh. Who is incredibly talented and eccentric. Now then, I don't think she said any of this. I don't think that any of this exists. In the life of Nikki Graham, former Big Brother, um, this is another thing. I believe in aliens. I think the government has a secret lab where they've been running tests on them for years. I have never actually had an experience in one with, but I'd love to. <laughs> right? She's... I mean, right, my happiest memory is when I won my National Television Award for the most popular TV contender. 
into what is that? TV contender. And contends. <laughs> yeah, and she still can't believe it. Um, this was uh, eleven years ago. She still can't believe it. Um, and uh, if she could go back to any period of time, it would be the nineteen twenties because she loved the dresses and the music. Um, now, what she fails to mention is the fascism, the racism, the, the, the po- vast poverty. Um, but, but she also likes the music from the 80s. Any song from that era gets me up dancing. So that is the life of Nikki Graham, which uh, I just wanted to I'm introduce. Very, I'm very impressed with her liking anybody named Kate. Yes, anybody, particularly uh, Kate Bush. Um, of all the Kates. Yeah. Of all the Kates. There I, we go. I held a toilet door open for Kate Moss once. Not not like the cubicle door, you know, but the door down to the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was at Glastonbury, wasn't it? No, no, it was at, it was in London. It was in the place uh, where um, they shot, uh, which was Sting's Bar in uh, Lockstock. Sting's Bar. Oh, you mean in the film Lockstock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought that was like a, a, a suburb of London. <laughs> Talking about suburbs... This episode is in the suburbs. As, uh, very much as we said last week. Yep, so we've gone to the suburbs. We are in my house. In which your is, house. Is in the suburbs. In the suburbs. This stars Denham Elliott. And do you think people are still listening? To us? Yep. I would have thought so. Let's give them something to listen to. This is not a Roald Dahl story. Nothing to do with him. Nor introduced by... He's, ha- he's having nothing to do with this one. We have title music... Credits, our big pull is Joss Ackland, Denham Elliott. Yeah. Right, okay. And um, it's, we're straight into the action. The first thing we see is a... I, I'm not an expert on cars, so I put down Rolls-Royce or Bentley. It turns out it's a Rolls-Royce. Yeah, it's a roller, yeah. Almost knocks a walking Denham Elliott yeah. off over Yeah. as he's pulling into this uh, kind of... I think it's a restaurant, isn't it? Like a squisic... Exquisite. Exquisite. Exquisite restaurant. And it looks like the sort of person who'd go to a squisite restaurant. Yeah, it, it, Joss. Well, now that is Joss Ackland in the car. Yeah. Now he plays Jack Cutler. Now then, you don't know all of this because so far we're just having like uh, movements, not not any sounds, right? Yeah. It's movies. <laughs> and there's just the two of them, and the, but think, he looks in the car to see you, which fucker's just nearly knocked me over. Yeah, and he and he sees him looking out. Well, obviously, yeah. just happening. And there's a sort of flashy recognition. Like, I think. Hang on a minute. I know him, don't I? Carries on walking. Joss Ackland does the same. Well, hang on no, a minute. Oh yeah, I thought he, he meant carried on walking. No, no, yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's in his car. Hang on a minute. When he pulls up outside this exquisite restaurant, <laughs> he looks out the car. And he goes, stinker! Right, now then, cue Denham Elliott's worried face and a flashback. And it is a proper flashback with uh, ha- hazy, hazy edges yeah. to the screen. Is that vignetting, is it? That's is it? a vignette. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's black and white, and it's school days, and he's done something. He's, is he told somebody something? Or something? It, I couldn't We get the idea he's, he's grassed up somebody. Yeah. But uh, they're in the showers, aren't they? Yeah. So it's where it all goes off in public boys' schools. Um, and uh, he's being cut... They're like, we need to give this guy a, na- a nickname yeah. to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Sort of thing. And so they, they go, he's a, he's a stinker. And 
and a bit more. It's bullying, basically. It's it's, you, as, it's bad as a zip reader. It's worse. Remember that bit in Carrie where the original Carrie where she has a period and they start chucking tampons at her and yeah. saying, "Bung it up, bung it up." It's that sort of thing, but with a boy. Yeah, I mean, John Travolta was in that, and I'm struggling with the name of the woman who was in it. Carrie. That's it. Yeah. Clues in the title, yeah. isn't it? it? Her name is Sissy Spacer. Yeah. yeah. And didn't she play the mum in the remake? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, in the remake, she was the... I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Right. Or maybe it was Sissy Spacer. Anyway, whatever it was. Right, OK. So, um, now then, they're then asking him to repeat these things back. Yeah. T- tell tales... Uh, you're a stinker. Yeah. I, I didn't write these down. I didn't. But, but stinker always gets it wrong. Yeah, st- uh, stinker uh, is a flame flailier. <laughs> arms flailing. No, stinker is a failure. Everything he does, that that's important. Pin that. Yeah. Right. Sl- stink, stink, stinkers are slimy disgraces to the community. And I am a stinker now. Maybe he has to repeat that. Has to repeat it. I am a stinker. So I'm getting f- that in his in his head there, aren't they? That's where the flashback ends. Yeah. You know purely because of the way that the acting has been done here, that Joss Ackland, Jack Cutler, must yeah. have been one of them boys, maybe the lead bully. Yeah, definitely. Right. definitely. And the stinker is our Denham Elliott. One, one of the others, I thought, looked like um, the uh, fella out of Ghostbusters, whose uh, name I didn't remember at the time, then came to me, and now... I've uh, forgotten. It's not, it's not <laughs> Ivan Reitman. It's Harold Ramis. I don't want to look like Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Yeah. He wrote the uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah. Um, and Dan Aykroyd, I think. Yeah, yeah. with Dan Aykroyd, yeah. And in the remake, when all the others have their uh, kind of like cameo appearances, he because he died yeah. before, he's a bust. Egon Spengler is a, is a bust. But I, I don't know. I think he's like a... You know, edge of the head. Yeah. Um, have you seen the remake? No. Fucking hell. Right, don't. And that, listeners, that's all of you. All 12 of you. Don't even bother with that Yeah, what? why? It's horrific. <laughs> Not in a good way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's horrific for all horrific reasons. Now, right. now, Stinker is... Sorry, Mr Tinker, let's not be part of this regime. Yeah. Right, Mr Tinker is a bit like, I'm trying to get out of this situation because I realise who it is and I don't want to spend any time with this dickhead. Uh-huh. But Ackland, Jack Cutler, runs over to him. Ah, my old boy! And he is that sort of, like, you know, cigar-guzzling <laughs> businessman. Yeah, I don't think you guzzle cigars. No. You I think you guzzle stick- whiskey. Yeah, yeah, OK. I don't know what you do with cigars. Well, well, what's a gluttonous way to deal with a cigar? Well, it's guzzle. Might as well be, might. <laughs> anyway, so he's he runs over. What are you? I haven't seen you for fucking ages. What are you doing? <laughs> right, well, you are paraphrasing. Pra- right? Yes, yes. Um, or just adding a swear word. <laughs> uh, what are you doing for lunch? Well, I haven't. He goes, I haven't decided yet. He goes, Well, that's a good job because we're going to. Very much takes over the conversation, yep. doesn't he? Next <laughs> shot, they're in the restaurant. I thought that uh, Cutler was being a bit gluttony with his uh, eating other. They're still sure, yeah, drinking well, lots of stuff. Yeah, first of all, we they've got uh, he's got like bread sauce or something that is kind of like just hoying on there. Yeah, for some his... reason that seems to affect Denim Elliott, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I uh, think it's uh, Mr. Tinker. He's just kind of like it is that I think just in his general attitude to everything, it's just like he's obviously well to do because he's driving around this car. He's 
the gluttony, as you've mentioned, is kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter, I'm just going to put this on the plate and stuff. Yeah. It, and yet, Denim Elliott is being far more reserved. In the, in the next shot, they're, they're just talking about, you know, the, the, themselves, a little, well, well, namely actually Dak, what he's been up to since. And he's obviously a high roller. He's so, sort of like a, a Wolf of Wall Street type character. Yeah. But he, he, he probably just runs a cardboard factory or something like that. But he is coming across quite sort of uh, like the big man. Now, you mentioned that cheese there. Got, yeah, so you've got a big. I've never eaten Stilton before because I, I think we may have mentioned this. I won't eat. I don't want to eat something that's, that's basically poisonous. Yeah, you only do, you do the two colours of cheese: yellow well, and red, or red. Just well, orange. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind experimenting with all English cheeses. So right. I tell you what, my favourite is at the moment a crumbly Wensleydale oh, yeah, and a crumbly really. Cheshire as well. But it's those. It's that cheese is cheese is perfectly fi- fine. You just don't let it die. Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> but he's scooping it out. Is this how you eat it? You scoop it out like a, like you get some ice cream out of a tub. Well, I've I've never eaten in a squizzic restaurant, you know. Squizzic. Squizzic, sorry. Yeah. But uh, I would, my experience of eating Stilton, because I do eat it, is... If you're if you're out of a place like that, then they'll cut you a slice and put that on on the cheese. Board. You get a block, and then you get that cheese knife. And yeah, then it's all bent to the end, isn't it? With what is that all about? I, don't, I guess it's a poker in it as well. So yeah. you slice it off, and then you put it on your yeah no, that, cracker. Because because like what he had was the whole great big roundy thing that you have, and he's eating out the middle. Well, it's going to knacker it all up unless you can eat it all, which even even Cutler couldn't do. You're spoiling it for everybody else, aren't you? It is, but it, that's, uh, I mean, that might be the, the display. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, once, once I've done with this cheese, that's it, it's going in the bin. Well, one of the, one of the other things he says uh, is that uh, marriage is nothing without a bit on the side, so we can get an idea of the, of the man there from yeah, his attitudes towards yeah. cheese and his wife. Again, yeah. listeners, pin that, that his, his moral code is it, probably not the best. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anyway... Well, actually, above anything else, history aside, he actually seems really happy to see Mr. Tinker. Yeah, yeah, I th- I thought that. I I didn't sort of detect any sort of real malice in him, although he does call him Tinker. Yeah, he, he, that's how he knows him. I think he he actually thinks that when he was a kid, he's probably forgotten about being a bully. Yeah. And just that he knew him as an acquaintance. It's that, anyway, so he, he seems really happy to see him. And he, he asks about his, what he's earning at the moment. He says... Denim Elliott says he earns four four thousand pounds a year, and uh, he goes work for me. I'll double it. Yeah. Now I, I did me I did some number crunching. I'm working out how to be eight eight thousand yeah. yeah. pounds a yeah. year. I do think he says four thousand five hundred and fifty though, oh which would be God. nine thousand one hundred. Yeah, right, I'll have to get my calculator to just to double check yeah. that. So I uh, which which coincidentally, and this is why I sort of think I remember it. Is about what my first pay was. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. He actually goes home now. The cut scene is he's gone home. Yeah. We don't see the conversation he's had with his wife, but he's obviously told the full story because he's saying, "I'm going to refuse." Yeah. Because basically, I don't. I can't stand the guy. He bullied me when I was a kid. Question for you: hmm. Who plays his wife? I don't know. She's attractive. All right. You do know. You might well. You will know. I'm going to tell you. You're bound to know, aren't you? Give it me. Patricia Quinn, Rocky Horror, uh, the Magenta. Magenta. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, that, I've always had a thing for redheads. Yeah. Well, I like Tiffany. Uh, oh, she was a yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a bit dubious at the time because um, 
she was uh, just underage, uh, wasn't she? Mm, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's well. Actually, this is a young wife as well. He's she's, yeah, she's done well for himself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's her. Anyway, she says he should definitely accept. Like, thinks he's being like pig-headed, really, for not to for not wanting to go through with this. Mm. Well. She then blames it on the fact that his father made him an insecure person. And, yeah, uh, we get another flashback at this point, don't we? Yeah, flashback. First of all, he, he goes over to this cabinet where he goes into a drawer yeah. and we see a gun in the drawer. Yeah. And on, on top of the cabinet, there's also a picture of his father. Yeah, now, when I saw this picture, I thought, well, is that Daniel Elliott in... Uh... Uh, in, in drag, in a, in a uniform, yeah, you know, army uniform, RAF or army or something like that. Yeah. But it turns out not that in the style of Sissy Spacek, he's playing his own. Sort so of the photograph person. wasn't, but the the person who because what happens next is listeners that we then go into a flashback of a conversation he has with his dad, and his dad's basically played by Den O'Malley. Yeah, and and, he, and he's, he's, we see it from his point of view and through his eyes, and his dad is talking about. Well, amongst other things, kind of honour and, and being a man and stuff like this. Yeah, and, then, and they're like some, some convoluted war, war story about yeah. escaping with the, no bullets in his gun. And uh, then basically it just has a go at him for probably you know not making enough of his world or, or, or the dangers of not yeah. being, being a man. Yeah. It has a proper go at him. And then we, and then he closes the cupboard with the, the so we know there's a gun, pin that one as well. And the gun, yeah, because I wasn't sure, because of the nature of the flashback, whether the gun was in the past or the gun was in the present. It was, it was in the present, but... Referred to Referred in to in the past, yeah. 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 So, um, well, the dad's, yeah, so his dad's a bastard, and um, <laughs> he then decides he's going to, I think it might have been because of that flashback, he thinks, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go ahead with this. I'm and gonna. I'm just gonna. You know, grow a pair. I think it's also because his wife is putting quite a bit of pressure on him. Uh, she she wants him to take it, and uh, I think she sort of didn't she flounce? Does she flounce there to to sort of Where's say how unhappy she is? Well, yeah, she kind of storms off a bit. Yeah, and then when he says he's yeah okay, I'm, I'm going to go and take it. Then she becomes happy wife and gives yeah. him a big old cuddle. So I think there's a bit a lot of pressure there. So it's pressure yeah. from the present of the, of his wife, yeah. who seems to be that sort of person, yeah, and pressure from his dad. Yeah, but to be honest, I think if I was getting a double me pay, I'd probably stick it out and see what the what the situation was a bit. I probably would. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's quite a rise, that. Isn't it's it? a huge rise. I mean, it's double. Double, yeah. yeah. So, um, in the future, then, he's, he's got himself in the office. In he's, the present? No, but in the future to what we've just seen. So, we, we in travel the, in the future now. Right, yeah. And, he, yeah. and he's in the office. He's in the office, and he's working, and he's obviously got his feet under the table because he's getting himself stuck into something. Yeah. He then, he's doing some sort of report on workers and finances. Yeah, he sort of checks whether... Um, Anybody's ripping the the boss off. He checks that all the. I don't know if that's his job though. He might just be like some sort of an accountant, and he's stumbled across some yeah. numbers that don't match. Yeah, and he's found out that uh, two employees are uh, ripping uh, Cutler off. Now, how, to... Yeah, how do they do this? Because I need to. It's with false invoicing. Uh, they're invoicing him for companies that don't exist. So what do you mean? So they're sort of like saying, "Ah, oh, uh, Brigitte's and Brigitte's need." Uh, 12 cardboard boxes. Yeah. So they pay. Yeah. And then Brigham Brigham don't exist. 
money. they've got the money. They've got the money. Yeah. The cardboard boxes, I don't, I don't know what they do with them. Yeah, right. They burn them. Anyway, whatever's happened, there's some sort of swindling going on. Yeah. Well, he convinces Jack to listen, and uh, he, he goes, you know what? That's You've already... They've ripped me off by ten grand. Ten grand, yeah. You've already made your, your money by yeah. just coming over. So this And is, again, he's genuinely impressed, yeah. but... Still calls him stinker. Yeah, but in a in an endearing way now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Although, yeah. So it's uh, it's he says, "What are you going to do to them?" He goes, "I'll sack them before they know what's happened." Yeah. Um, well done, my old stinker. He says. Then back home, he's still working, so he's a good worker. His old Denham Elliot. Yeah, he's at, he's at the table there, isn't he? His yeah. wife draws the curtains. New curtains, I think. Well, she says, "Do you like them?" Yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't. They were awful. But also. He's working. How's he meant to notice new curtains? But this just shows that his money's coming in, yeah, and their lifestyle is picking up. Yeah, yeah. So it's, new curtains. Yeah, it's a big change. What I also noticed in this he's house, pulled himself together a bit there. That's right. Well, I've also noticed that's it, the curtains joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he has. He has. Yeah. The pun was more in favour of what it actually well, meant. Atazite. Yeah. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know the right word. No, no. Hey, pull yourself together. That was a good <laughs> joke. Now, uh, what I noticed in this house in suburbia is that there was a serving hatch. Yeah. Now, yeah. when I was a kid, we, we always lived in, like, my first house was like a new build, bungalow. Uh, we didn't have a serving hatch in. Hmm. But... Did you sort of secretly want to serve? Yes, when I was a kid, I really yeah. did. Because I see, you know, I'd watch programs like this, and they'd be serving actually. Abigail's party was one night. I used to watch Abigail's party most nights because it was a little bit rude. Uh, like we, yeah. we'd bought, we'd, we'd like recorded it off the TV, and I used to watch it back and back. And stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. I didn't know it was rude. Yeah. It's a bit naughty, you know, because two, because a couple of the couples are flirting. Oh right. Oh, but but like swingery sort of flirting. Oh, right. But I used to love it because it it was a little bit. Oh, you know. And anyway, they had a, they had a serving hatch in that. Um, <laughs> and um, I'd, uh, yeah, I wanted one. But we always lived in like cottage style houses. Yeah. So there was no, never any, you know, that wasn't part of the architect's design. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, really, it would only be useful if you couldn't make it out the kitchen and down into the next room carrying whatever you were carrying. How big would it have to be? Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah. You can even carry a. A, t- a big turkey. I mean, I think the turkey is probably the biggest meal that, that, that a, big a normal turkey. person. A big turkey. Yeah. yeah. But you could even carry that, like, at, from the kitchen into your dining room without having to post it through a hole in the wall. Some of the pleasure is is walking through and having everybody aghast at your creation. Yeah. Is that kind of rather than just? I was, I was still on the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do 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 serving actors have doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Some are sliders, some are doors. These were double doors. So you might get that sort of big reveal. Ta-da! It might be better with the serving hatch. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we're all good. The serving hatch is a good name, but then you know that one that comes from above down or down Dumb from waiter. above. Dumb waiter. I think it's uh, that is like not a bad thing about waiters. That is a, a waiter that doesn't speak. Yes. Right, but this is a lazy Susan. Oh, that's a spinning thing on yeah, your table, isn't it? That's right, yeah. So Where's that from? China Rose in Bawtry. Right. Okay, now then. We, uh, <laughs> the, um, now then, this is the next day or the day or the, a few days later or something like that, and he, Tinker has arrived at the office and he sees 
Jack Cutler arrive, who's remember is his boss. Yeah, yeah. He holds the door open for him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Which Jack sort of goes, no need to do that. We're we're mates ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, no, I'm an employee. Yeah. So they walk up the stairs and uh, in into the building. They discuss having a meet-up after work, don't they? Yeah, and again, I think Cutler here is, is trying to make amends for what's happened in the past. I think he can remember w- it. Yeah, without being... Remember when I bullied you? Yeah. So he's trying his best to get on his good side. Yeah, yeah. so I think he's making a big effort, yeah. bearing in mind the sort of person he is, because he seems like a bit of a sort of, you know, go-getter and that. But, yeah, he said he invites him to dinner, and he said, you know, you can use the... Ro- we'll use the rolls. Yes. Not the bread roll. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which he gets picked up in at his house. Yeah. And, um, well, when they're in the back of the rolls, yeah. he's got like a a, cab- a drinks cabinet, which they're serving gin, gin and tonic. Yeah. He, he, I, I, I uh, have had a similar experience to that, i.e. a drinks cabinet, when I got married uh, in Vegas. Not by Elvis. In a limo sort of thing. Yeah, they, they sent a stretch limo down uh, for us, and uh, it had got all that sort of stuff in the back. It was great. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's the way to travel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Now then, he, they're squashed up, though. So yeah, they in, are. So yeah. even though this is quite luxurious, there's three of them on the back seat, and they're squashed up. Yeah. So they're all dressed nicely. Jack has come to collect them too, you see. So the chauffeur's driving, yeah. Jack, the wife in the middle, and Denim Elliott on the side. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, the wife is wearing a red dress, which becomes a bit of a talking point of the evening. It does. And it's a lovely dress. Although he's a good bloke, Cutler is sort of coming onto the wife, onto the wife a bit, onto uh, Patricia Quinn a little bit, I think. It, 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 right now, it's just a funnish way. Yeah, it's going to progress. But uh, but he's he, he is, isn't he? He's being a bit flirty with her. Uh, yeah, and she likes it. She's she's letting him do it. Yeah, and actually, I think that because quite now, it, right at this moment, it's, it's it's a little innocent. Yeah, it's 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 not. Uh, it's in your face, but it's not. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's bawdy. underplayed. Yeah, that's right. Get back to his house, which is a some sort of like a lodge almost. It's it's a yeah, big old it's house. Not made of wood. When no. when you say lodge, I often think made. Well, often because you don't often say lodge to me. <laughs> but what I thought of then, you ought to say lodge to me more often. Is is something like made of wood with um, like what lumberjacks have? They could. That's they how could I imagine a lodge. lodge. Yeah. Now this isn't a lodge. No, like it's that. not. It's more it's... like a mansion. I would have thought. Okay, but it didn't look like a mansion to me. Right. More like a lodge. Well, which what about a what about a modge? Uh, well, let's call it a modge. What, yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, basically, they get to the house. The modge. Actually, I didn't know that that's that this was his house when they pulled up at the door. Oh, what did you think? I didn't know what they were doing. I thought this might have been like a restaurant or some sort. All maybe right. even maybe even a hotel or a spa or something. Oh. But when he gets there, his wife comes down the stairs. Yeah. So oh. we now we know it's his house. Yeah, yeah. And he's arranged for uh, the chauffeur, Meech, to drive him back after the after the event. Yeah, don't worry about taxis or anything like that, or walking. We'll, uh, yeah, Meech that's his job, that's what he does. Yeah. Now then, Blanche is his wife and looks a bit like Maureen Littman, but isn't. Yeah, she um, does, yeah. Uh, wife is uh, sort of acceptant of Jack's 
playful flirting. Yeah, which which I think by now has gone up a bit of a notch, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's increasing, you're right. He's, so, he's had a drink, she's had a drink, yeah. and uh, he's still going on about uh, about her dress, isn't he? Yeah, now she's getting, more, the wife is getting more and more drunk. Yeah. The, the 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 problem here is it's being tolerated too much for me for my liking. However, it... I'll just say because this is so I, something I didn't pick up. She's called Phil. The wife. The wife is called Phil. Yeah, P H Y L. I found that out like Phyllis. Since, since we came back here. Phyllis. Right. Well, since I looked, yeah, when I was looking at the cast list, yeah, and it's called Phil because later on, uh, I Have made you a had note. you Phil? <laughs> I just thought about that. Well, it does, it does come up later on, and I, did, I thought, who's Phil? <laughs> right. So, but yeah, she's, she's flirting back, and yeah, it is being put up with too much, and she's having a bit of a go at uh, old Tinker there, isn't she? Now, she then goes to say, maybe, maybe the reason why he's called Stinker was because of his performance with other girls. Which is a bit of a leap, isn't it? What We're is... sat right next to each other. Oh, what does it mean? Yeah, so, she says... Um, she, yeah, it's it, now, what I put here. It's just too much now. But she's basically saying that is he, is he bad? Is he a stinker in bed? Yeah. Well, she's sort of implying that he is. Because the next thing is, I bet you aren't. Yeah, I bet it. I, well, she says, was it a comment on his performance with girls? I bet it wasn't a patch on yours. Yeah, that's that's what she says. So now. Which is an incredible thing to say. Yeah, it's awful. Well, we don't see much more of the evening, but they get home, the chauffeur's given them home, and actually the chauffeur's actually, actually ha- like, help her in the house. She's yeah. that arsehole. Yeah. He, she, she, uh, she falls over in the house, and it's, um, it comes, becomes apparent that, because they have a, an argument about her, her behaviour, yeah. that he goes, I thought... Uh, I thought uh, travelling, no door-to-door, door-to-door salesmen's salesman. were more your thing. Yeah. Now, that indicates she's had an affair before. With a door-to-door salesman. With a door-to-door answer. salesman, yeah. yeah. And the fact that she says then, oh, I thought you forgot about it. I thought we could forget about it. And he goes, well, I've tried to, but I can't. Right. Right. So he's, he's had it with her, really. And he, but he so loves it. door-to-door salesman. Yeah, that's right. So At uh, this point, she starts calling him stinker. Yeah, that's right. Now, then... He uh, he go. It's this is the next day. Yeah, he's in his office, and what, Jack is going off to play golf. Yeah, he he looks up at the office and he sees Tinker at the window, and he goes, "Right, I will tell you what, because Jack's in his role of driven yeah. by his right. chauffeur." Yeah, so he goes, "You know, I've got to sort this out." So he goes up back up to the office, and he's sort of apologising for his behaviour that night. Yeah, you know, I. Forget about your wife for a minute, okay? But I didn't help matters. And this is where he says, "I'm afraid Phil got hold of the wrong end of the stick about Stinker." You see, and that's why I'm, I'm thinking, right? Who's Phil? I didn't pick up on that. Sure, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, then he says, "Right, I tell you what, it's gone too far. No more Stinker, right?" Yeah. Okay. He's got a horrible coat on, and he? yeah, oh, it's terrible. But then, he, uh, yeah, so he said sorry. He says no more stinker. He looks like he actually means it. Definitely, I would say. Yeah, and now I'm off to play golf. Tinker. Tinker. He calls him Tinker there yeah. at first. That's time. right. I'm off to play golf, Tinker. Right, now then. After a while, Tinker's in the office and he just go, he's, just, he's just not right. And it might be the booze last night or just the bad feeling about what happened, but he's decided he's going to take the afternoon home. So he gets into the butt, onto the, leaves the office, 
gets in on a bus, yeah, gets home. He's not got a car, has he? No. Well, if he is, he's not driving it. That's right. Now, when he gets home, though, he sees Cutler's roller parked outside his house. So he's like, he's looking again, he's like, he looks at the number plate. There can only be one roller, but he... For JC, I think he Yeah, uh, Jack Cutler. Yeah. For Jack Cutler. So, hang on a minute. What the hell is going on here? He said he's going to play golf, and he's here. Well, that doesn't add up. Hang on a minute. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll go and use a public phone box and ring home to sort of... Well, I don't really know what his yeah, game is Yeah, I'm not sure what, what, what the plan is there. But, but he does, and, it, and it's one of those... Obviously, it's old-style. It wasn't old-style then, but it's where you... When you make the call, then... You put your money in at that put, stage. You put your money in, yeah. yeah. I remember them, do you? Yeah, I, mean, I do. Yeah, you had to wait for it to connect, and then you yeah. had, like, a few seconds to... Yeah, and you go, beep, yeah. beep, beep. Yeah. And then you push it down, and there's a sound of, like, a big bar moving inside, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah, so they uh, engage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he then explains to his wife, look, I'm not feeling well, I'm on my way home. Yeah. She goes, where are you? He goes, I'm at the office. He goes, no, you're not. You're at a phone box because he heard the thing. In the, in the foyer of the office, he says. He goes, Quick thinking. He goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm in, the, uh, yeah, I'm in the foyer of the office. So she goes, so, oh, so you're miles away. He goes, well, I'm just leaving right now. Yeah. Right. She seems a little bit... Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. Right. He, he then leaves the phone box. Sees the Rover co- Yeah, roller. comes around the corner and then sees the Rolls-Royce leaving. Driving away, yeah. Right. So that's it. He's, it's game's up, I'm afraid. Okay, we know Jack's history of of winning. We we we, we know that he thinks marriage is no good without yeah. a woman on the side. We and obviously he says he's going golfing, yeah. but this looks to be the, on the contrary. So yeah. he then he goes into the office. No, Wait, no. Have I, have I jumped forward? Next, the next bit is is the interior of uh, Den O'Melliot's home. And he's he's uh, sniffing an ashtray. Oh right, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, my mistake. He, he's actually in the house now. Yeah. So if the Rolls Royce wasn't enough, he goes into his bedroom, and he sees an ashtray. Yeah. Sniffs it. I don't he, know why he sniffs the ashtray. What would you expect? To, well, to, to I think drunk? how soon oh. is this still? Is this kind of warm or yeah. you know? Is yeah. it still? And he looks in the bin that's down below. Yeah, and there's a, a cigar button. button yeah, so he runs off and, and he's sick. Yeah, I mean there is a there is a little flashback here for anybody who's not able to follow this, of uh, Joss Ackland, Jack Cutler smoking a cigar. Yeah, but uh, we know that he smokes cigars. I, yeah, I I I would have managed without that. But, yeah, but, but yeah. don't put that bit in. It's later in the night. And Denham Elliott can't sleep. No, it's, it's a very moody sort of shot, isn't it? Yeah. Denham Elliott sort of behind um, Patricia Quinn and uh, looking very sort of lost in, in darkness. Yeah. I, I was quite impressed by, yeah, by that shot. As you say, it's moody, yeah. but it really just looks like he's, he's not the sort of person who would go crazy, but he's had enough now. Yeah. He can't sleep and he just doesn't know how to deal with it. Anyway... He goes off to work. Now, this could be the next day. I'm, I'm assuming the next day. I think it is. He goes off to work. <laughs> he goes into the office, Jack's office. Yeah. And he pulls out of his gun. And, and now Jack is on the phone to somebody. Yeah. He, Denham Elliott pulls out a gun. That gun that we saw earlier. So we, remember... The one that you were pinning. Pinning. We can unpin that now. It's there. It's made yeah. his appearance. And bang. <laughs> now then... <laughs> What you need to do, listeners, is really watch this. 
because the it's a lovely little bit where you see Joss Ackland's smiley face, yeah, and then the camera pulls back and he's got like this single bullet. Yeah, and it looks like a corn plaster, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Another thing I don't know about, right, is, is guns and ballistics and stuff. <laughs> but I do believe if you shoot somebody in the head, it's worse than like a corn plaster. Yeah, I mean, this looks like it's kind of like one of them kind of razor bullets that's, <laughs> you know, that's gone like a proper, like, up-to-date gun. But it's right in his forehead, yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. There can be no doubt that's gone through the brain yeah. and he's probably killed instantly. I would have, I would have thought it had blown back of his head off or something. Yeah, there's no, there's no blood on the... Uh, that. Thing, no. But then but there this, is was, this little... was the 1970s, it was a more innocent time. True. There's a little slight dribble of blood comes out of Joss's... That's Gone right. Faster, isn't there? We know he's dead. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, now Jack. Dis- sorry. Now Jack's. That's it. Is is at his comeuppance as far as uh, yeah. Denham Elliott's concerned. Yeah. He goes home on the bus. He's just shot a man. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he probably <laughs> best have a day off. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking he sort of walked out and got on the bus. You think there'd been some sort of commotion about the fact that he's been yeah, shot? Yeah, but, but uh, apparently not. Sort of no. But when he gets home. The, the roller's there. The Rolls Royce is outside back the again. house. Hang on a minute. What's happening here? So what do you think? So he runs. And it, and as he runs, he gets closer to the car. Yes, that is the fucking car. Yeah. He goes into the house. Looks all around the bottom well, floor. Before he gets into the house, he has to have... He, he uses his big key to get into... Yeah, to, big 70s uh, key. Big 80s big key. 80, yeah, 70s, 80s key that was... Um, like it would have been like a one lever lock or a two lever lock or something like that. We we have a more adequate security in we these do. days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he he does. He rattles his keys, gets in. What's the, what's the point of that? Why, why is there a shot to be rattling his keys? Why Doors locked. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> he runs around the house, down <laughs> the downstairs. downstairs inside. Yeah. And then he goes. Hmm. There's nothing downstairs. And then there's this moment where he goes. Maybe it's upstairs where I need to be. So I, think, he, I think that's his internal monologue you're doing there. Yeah, he didn't actually say that. He runs upstairs into the bedroom, and there you have it. The wife in yeah. bed with... The chauffeur. It's the chauffeur Leech. all along. The chauffeur done it. The chauffeur done it. Now then, he goes... He looks, and he's just like aghast, because this is more than just, I knew it, you've had an affair. This yeah. is more, I've just shot... The wrong, wrong person. Yeah. So what he does is then he he starts saying something to himself, which is the stinker fails at everything he does. You remember that rhyme yeah. that he did at the beginning? Yeah. And he's doing it now. The stinker fails in everything that he gets up to or whatever. Yeah. And um, then the chauffeur. Hey, so Denham Elliott kind of runs off to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Not saying a word to anybody, but the the wife and the chauffeur are like, hang on, oh god, this is a bit awkward. Then <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, it that, wasn't, that's it wasn't sorry or anything. <laughs> it was a bit awkward. It was a bit that, awkward. Yeah. So th- as if like you'd walked in on me or something. Like that. <laughs> anyway, so then he goes, the chauffeur goes, what what was that all about? And then, <laughs> and then his wife off, goes, happen, yeah. What happens then is his wife goes, oh god knows. <laughs> They, they seem really like. I mean, I don't think they're well versed in what in emotion here. But it, the chauffeur goes right. I'm off. That's it. I'm, shoots right. Well, he's gone. I yeah, should say. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. And then 
Cut to the bathroom. Back to the bathroom scene where he's repeating himself, I'm a stinker. I am a stinker. Stinker fails in everything he tries. Opens his mouth, in goes the gun. We then cut to the wife in bed yeah. who's like organising a cup of tea and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or a, or a fag she, or whatever. She's not behaving the way that no. you think. But... And then a, sh- a gunshot at exactly the same time as a gunshot. Her Her... her Kind of like she jumps, yeah. and then it freeze frames freeze on frame the, on her on her reaction, and then the title credits, yeah. and then the music and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's a bloody good twist that. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It, there's no two ways. It's a I, bloody good twist. I did not see it coming at all first time I saw that. First time I saw it, the I, I even thought when the Rolls Royce was outside the house. Yeah. What's happened here? I actually thought, hang on a minute, because I wondered if the twist was going to be that he hadn't died. Right. Or maybe the car was just left there or something like that. Yeah. But you know what, you know the, the beauty of this episode is, the chauffeur doesn't have a big enough part Ooh. for you to register. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, he doesn't have a big no. enough role to register that he is a key player in yeah. this. Yeah, So it's, it's you going, oh, of course, that, how stupid of me. But no, you're not being stupid. You weren't given the information. Yeah. But, but, but that's the clever thing. Yeah, it's a bit like a whodunit, isn't it? Perfect. He's there, he's in plain sight, but you don't pay any attention yeah, to it. Because we're expecting the large characters to be the bigger yeah, thing. Yeah, here. so I, I really liked it. Well, it was a, it's a brilliant episode. I think there are some choices on what the actors did and do oh. that that could be in debate. But you can't say that the, it was acted badly. No. The, the the people who were responsible for putting that on the on the TV were, were fantastic. This was written by uh, Julian Simmons. Yeah. Uh, has Julian we, Simmons done anything else? I'll have a look. But it, it had a dramatisation by Julian Bond as well. Yeah, Julian Bond, yeah. But the... Yeah, Julian Simmons. It's, it, but it is a really good... Sends you off in one direction. You think... You know, right at the very end there, that it's like you're at you're at twenty three minutes when he shoots yeah. Joss Ackland, and then you've still got another minute to go. You think it can't be much more, and of course, yeah, the bloody well is. Yeah. So, um, has Julian Simmons done anything else? Uh, he's a, he was a British crime writer and poet. He also so, wrote social and military history, biography, and studies of literature. Right. So he might not have done anything, but that's that's a, a grand episode. That a really Absol- good story. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, we, we're done, and we didn't really need to refer back to being in the suburbia on location, because we were at your house. So Absolutely. That was a good cup of orange. So, yeah. we've, <laughs> we've saved a bit of money this week, yes. uh, which is good, because it was expensive staying at the Savoy, but worth yeah. it. And also, say. when we mistakenly went to New York, yeah. uh, that really Gosh. broke the bank. This is the taxpayers who have to pay for that. Listeners, uh, sorry, that's all I'll say. Blame Donald Trump. Now then, we are back on location next week. Uh, next week, what are we doing? What's well, the story? The story is called I'll Be Seeing You, and it's about Roland Trent, who's the husband of a millionaireess, and he's having an affair with a young woman who's almost blind. He daren't leave his wife, because Dad would leave him without any money, but he thinks of a way to have both the money and his mistress. Where, where do we have to travel to for that? Well, we're going to have to travel to a millionaireess's house. Nice! Yeah, there you go. Right, okay, well, before we go, this is uh, leave you with some words some more of from Nikki. N- Nikki Graham. Um, and she was asked if there was a movie about you um, 
what what would it be called? She said it would be called stressful. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine in the yeah. <laughs> stressful life of Nikki Graham, and she would like Carrie Mulligan. Oh, or now Carrie Mulligan. Mul- Carrie. Carrie. Carrie Mulligan. She's she's been in stuff. All right. Or Kirsten Dunst to play me. All right. Uh, because I like them both. <laughs> Which uh, so maybe they can both play. You know, I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. That is the end of the episode. Uh, really enjoyable to do that one. It was a good one to watch as well. So uh, we'll see you, see next, you next week, week. for what was the what was the title called? I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you. Right. We'll see you next week. See you then. Bye bye. Bye bye.